You're listening to Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast, brought to you by Phil Better Inc. If you want to take your podcast to the next level, make sure you book your free 15-minute call with Phil Better, the podcast mogul, at www.philbetterinc.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Phil Better, and today I have Joanna Porowski. I think I pronounced it properly. I'm not sure. I always have a difficult with some last names. Joanna, thank you so much for being a guest on the show. Why don't you introduce yourself to my audience? Hi, Phil. Thanks so much for having me. And and, uh, clearly, you have a very international audience. I noticed this listening to some of the podcasts. So uh, it's uh, Joanna Pawlowski. Uh, so it's of uh, a name of Polish origin, actually. Um, and this is where I was born. So I've, I've lived in Poland and Austria. I have been in the UK and London since 2002. And actually, most of my 20 years of corporate career have been happening in, in the UK uh, or, or related to jobs where, where I have been employed in the UK. So during that time, um, I worked my way up from someone very junior in a private aviation company to uh, quite a senior role in management consulting. So I've, I worked in management consulting for quite a few years, which laid the foundation of my understanding of how businesses work and how to make business models work and, uh, and also profitable. Uh, and then uh, in my last role, I was uh, working for an engineering company and I managed all of the UK business, uh, which was 60 million turnover and 350 people. So this was this was when I exited the corporate world <laughs> on the salary and that particular role. Wow, that that is amazing going starting junior and then ending up 60. Wow, I can't even fathom having that. I'll be so stressed. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's not the most relaxing of jobs, I can tell you that. And where people think, you know, when, when you get to, to um, reporting to board level, where I was, it's all a breeze and you can actually decide everything. Think again, it's not like this at all, I can tell you that. I'm really interested in learning, like, your journey and what you've done. Um, I, I want to start off with just basic, what is what would you consider your first real success, either in business or in your private life? Something that gave you that kind of drive to keep going? So um, I think when um, success, there are a lot of different types of success, of course. And um, for me was um, when I um, when I actually came to the UK and I was um, in my um, in the middle of my career, uh, I had the opportunity to work abroad. And um, and um, one of the opportunities was actually Angola. So um, one of the um, biggest successes was actually um, having the impact I've been able to have through working with uh, local um, um, team members, uh, Angolans who were in line to replace um, the expats. And it was all about uh, mentoring and coaching to uh, helping them uh, into the leadership roles and become effective leaders. And this was something that uh, worked incredibly well and and that transition and change happened. So it was called Angolanization, so the localization of those leadership roles. And um, because of how um, society works, this meant that not just that person and the family um, had a very different life ahead of them, but all the wider families, so dozens of, of people and individuals actually, their, their outlook on life changed quite considerably. 
that's a huge impact for a community coming in, teaching them and then showing them that they can grow and ri the ripple effect of that. That must have been an incredible uh, feeling having been able to do that. Yes. Yes, it was. And especially, you know, when I think back, I think I didn't do that much, you know, um, and, but then people tell me, oh, but you learned Portuguese in three months, you know, so, so you could really. And, and I still remember, you know, sitting because I couldn't walk anywhere on my own. So there were designated drivers and they, I still remember how they were teaching me right and left in Portuguese. And, and they just had such a laugh, you know, when I was mixing Spanish into it and just forgetting it all the time. But in the end, it works. I was able to train and, and coach actually in Portuguese with some very localized comparisons as well to help uh, convey certain concepts because, you know, where people are afraid to, to die on the way to work or be robbed on the way to work, how do you talk about continuous improvement, right? It seems such a far-fetched and, and um, a far-fetched concept, really, when you fear for your life every day. Yeah. Oh. Um, what got you into being the business and life co coach? What, 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 what drove you into that world? So definitely on the one hand side, it was what I have learned within the management consulting um, world and role. Uh, again, being in different roles, working with a lot of different people. Uh, I saw really the business foundations, how to run a business, how to grow a business, how to make a business profitable. But also um, that very often people and the people side in a business was overlooked. Uh, and this is where I have been then coaching for the last 15 years as well um, within the different roles, management consulting, but also in the in the business leadership roles I've had. Um, and, and what I have really seen at some point is that if I want to, to grow and support more, I will not be able to do that uh, within a corporate role um, while still staying true to myself, let's say, and, uh, and, and just the amount of politics also became uh, quite, quite high. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's, it works for some people. For me personally, I just, um, it, it wasn't quite my world, uh, I found, and um, I started looking for other opportunities, how I can add value. And this is really where um, I came across two things that I'm passionate about and how I want to add value to others, and that's property development and coaching. Um, so as I then um, moved out of the corporate world, um, I focused initially more on property development. Um, however, over time last year, more and more people came to me asking me questions about different aspects of property development, uh, where I had acquired the knowledge and I was part of different networks and, and um, member communities. And what I realized for property developers, one of the biggest challenges actually was business accountability and mindset. So a lot of people are actually overtrained, you know, overeducated in terms of strategies, you know, goldmine areas. I'm not sure if this is this translates exactly the same way, but you know what types of properties to buy, what the business models are effectively. Um, so they know a lot of this, sometimes far too much, and this leads them to be to become actually. Um, unsure, I procrastinate as well, fearful, you know, if, um, if there's a better deal coming along, you know, if there's something else that I can do, and in the end, they do nothing. And this is all really about mindset and accountability. And then also the whole setup, you know, a lot of people come to property through passion. But actually, it's a business. If you really want to make um, either get generate a recurrent income or make a living out of it, you have to look at it as a business. Yeah, I think a lot of people, when they find their passion, they don't see 
the business side of it. They, they go, oh, I love this. I just want to do this because it's fun. It's something I care about. But everything can be turned into a business. And you, if it is already a business like property development, you have to go in already with the mindset of a business that you have to treat it like a business. That, that's exactly it. You know, so um, um, because business not being taught in most schools, let's face it, nor a lot of life skills that, that we need. Um, a lot of people can become successful or, or um, make a really good living from different jobs. However, this does not mean that they actually have the business knowledge, you know, the legal part, the financial, you know, a lot of people don't know what a KPI is is a key performance indicator and also that you cannot just look retrospectively what happened you have to look at leading market data economic data and so forth you need to understand some of the micro and macro economy and that's just not being taught at most most schools and and again only some courses of degree with a degree have that particular knowledge so a lot of people actually have to acknowledge that um to acquire that knowledge elsewhere and you know you don't know what you don't know right True. so um we can only learn when we start having questions or when we come across that knowledge but we can't ask questions about something that we don't know and and again the business side is one of these things for many people no, it's something I've uh, noticed in interviewing. It's, personally, I had no idea how to become an entrepreneur and run a business of my own. So it was really like a hard case, right? Right at the beginning, learning all this stuff. And it was like, I wish this was taught in school because these are important tasks because the, the world has changed such a way that you do not need a nine to five anymore. You can go into your passion and building a business from that as 2020 has shown us. So many people have become financially free by that. Um, w moving back to your whole career, what would you say would be one of your first maybe failures that you had in your life? So, um, uh, not, not to want to sound dramatic, but actually I, I remember it because, um, I, I, I've never really cried at work and, you know, I've counted, counted others do that under different circumstances, but this was one of the moments where I had tears in my eyes because I, I was so shocked about what I heard. And that was really where, um, when I first started to be more senior in the management consultancy world, um, I, um, I thought I was a great uh, manager and a great people person um, until I had a performance review and I was told that I was basically a bulldozer it literally <laughs> running through people, not taking account of the feelings or, or the humanity, <laughs> effectively. And this came as such an incredible shock. Uh, it was literally like get, get going into a wall for me. So, so I literally had a physiological reaction to, to and, and I just, I just cry, cried, not cried because I want to cry, but it's just um, it, it was physiology, just it's the shock of it because it and basically undermined all my beliefs about who I was as a manager. And um, and uh, in retrospect, uh, actually, this this was a great um, learning and something that laid a lot of the foundations for the future, who I became as a leader and why I was respected, why I could be authentic and why people even thanked me when I had to ask them to go to 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 leave the company when when this is the situation we were in and uh, which which was. <laughs> Uh, a bit a bit odd but um you know it, it really it everything changed for me through this uh what i considered a complete failure at that point in time i like that that that's good that little gut check if you will that you're you always have to have that accountability from your peers to know that you're you're on the right path and you're not trying to 
destroy other people, if you will. I, I'm pretty sure you weren't planning on, you thought you were helping and this constructive criticism that you got helped you become even more successful in your career. It's, uh, yes, absolutely. And it's also very interesting, um, you know, to, for me in such situation when, some, when there's such a clash between reality and assumption, the first question I always ask is why? Why was it the fact, you know, why did this happen? Why was there such a gap? And actually, in my case, I realized that this is something I had taken away from home uh, because, again, what my parents had been through, um, you know, they had to start around 40 completely from scratch with nothing with two small children uh, when we emigrated to Austria. And it was really and, and it's not like the times were easy before that under communism, you know. So so basically it was, you know, um, don't don't complain. Uh, you know, you have to be tough. You have to get stuff done. And it was um, under the circumstances understandable. However, it in a way slightly dehumanized the human because it demanded the human to be high performing at all times in whatever they had to achieve. And I actually picked that up as a self-limiting belief effectively without ever, ever realizing it until that crash that felt like a crash to me at that point in time. No, I like that how you were able to take something from your shows that your past does influence you and you are able to change and it's okay to change because it can you can grow become better so I'm glad you were able to share that lesson with us um, so that my audience can understand that it's okay to change it's probably sometimes for the best. Yes, absolutely. And also, you know, what was right and worked in one environment it can be quite detrimental in another. So being effectively, and it's nothing to do with authentic, but you know, being the same and showing up the same way in different contexts can achieve a very different effect uh, because of the context that it happens in. I love it, I love it. Um, I wanna go on to um, maybe your, your lessons that you've learned or one of your best lessons you learned from a success that you had. Yes, so, um, for, for me, um, successes are most, uh, most of the successes are what happens to others because I have been able to um, help them uh, to get there. And um, it's actually very recent. Um, so um, I have a number of coaching clients and um, one of them um, has had challenges to um, to, check, to move on to the next stage of their lives, let's say. And this has been going on for years. And uh, when, when we started working together, uh, actually what I've noticed is that there were a lot of things coming to the surface that seemingly had um, not a direct relation to, to what the, the person actually wanted to solve. Uh, but it was almost like we had to work and the person had to work through all these different um, elements of their past and what happened and uh, and the consequences of it to get to the point where we could actually focus on what they really really wanted to achieve and get to so within um two three months uh we managed to cover all this all this terrain uh, until we got to the point where they were able to take the action which uh, everyone in the environment was amazed they did because they hadn't done it in the previous four or five years. Uh, so for me, this was an incredible success because um, someone did something that they really aim to do, but haven't been able to for such a long time. 
And then when they did it, they said to me, look, it's like a weight has been lifting off my, off lifted off my shoulders. And, um, you know, finally, uh, I have been able to achieve that. So, so for me, um, this is probably the most recent and great success um, that that I've experienced because you can really see the change even in the um, in the in the uh, way how the person um, uh, looks and and talks, um, talks. yes, absolutely. So, so this was incredible, you know, to see that that transformation uh, right there. Oh, I love it, and uh, that's that's such a great thing to. Have I always believe in other people's successes? The people you help uh, are just your successes as well because you've guided them to that place and you kind of were like a psychologist, if you will, help them deal with their past issues. And then you were able to focus on their goals for the now. And I, I love that. It, it's quite fascinating because this is going back to, you know, what stops us from doing certain things and, and unblocking effectively these, these showstoppers that act as showstoppers and getting to the bottom of them. And, you know, I have to say as a coach, I'm, I'm not um, a counselor, I'm not a therapist, I'm not a psychotherapist mm-hmm. in any way. And it's always very important to know where um, to, to say, actually, you know, I, I'm not qualified to help maybe with that part. However, if we look at this from this point of view, then what about this and take it forward in that direction? So, so I think, you know, um, there is an ethic behind coaching that not everyone is aware or, or are trained to recognize. Um, and, and it's very important to maintain that professional framework and, and just, uh, of course, help, but also know where, where um, you know, I cannot, I'm not trained. Exactly. I'm not trained and qualified to do that. Yes. I love it. I love it. Um, moving on. I want to know, going on from here, like if I snap my fingers, what is the ultimate goal that you want to reach? Like what is your dream? Like you're either 50, 60 years in the future, you're like ah, I reached it, I'm happy, you know, I can retire or I, I, I feel satisfied for my career. What is that goal for you? It's amazing. You're assuming I'm going to be well over 100. <laughs> hey, with the technology that's going today, who knows? We have more and more people living past 100, so... But that's very true. And the interesting part is, you know, it's not about the age, it's about the quality of life that we need to extend now, uh, which is another completely fascinating conversation, the, the uh, juvenescence. And there is a great book and research, on, but that's a different topic. Um, so so um, I was actually talking to someone about what my, my um, property investment goal was in 15 years. And they said, oh, gosh, that's far away. <laughs> so, so that beats it. But ultimately, um, you know, um, I want to contribute to uh, creating, not personal building, but creating uh, 13,000 homes uh, for for people because having a safe home, you know, that's the basis of Maslow's pyramid of needs. Mm -hmm. If we don't have food, drink and a safe home, then we don't have the foundations to actually um, uh, grow as a person and, you know, ultimately self-fulfillment. So this is quite critical. And the second one is around coaching. And this is ultimately, this has always been my ultimate destination, coaching. And... um, Coaching is something where, you know, the more people you can help, uh, the more this then radiates uh, mm-hmm. out as well to others. Because everyone who, who has a more positive mindset or achieves more, this is going just like, you know, in the situation in Angola, it just re- radiates onto others. So, so everyone is a multiplier for, for and has a positive effect. So, so achieving this in coaching, you can do that through effectively having a franchise. And, um, and I, have a, I have a coaching model, a framework that can be a, is very flexible to adapt. So everyone knows to expect in terms of checkpoints on the way um, to, to um, defining their goal and how to get there. 
uh, with success, but how it works individually, uh, this depends again on the person, on their needs and challenges and, and what they want to achieve. But this is something that um, when it becomes more known and the impact, the positive impact it can have on individuals, and I've just mentioned one of, of the many that I've seen already, but this is something that can be really scaled up um, to, to positively um, add value to, to more people's lives and, uh, and what they can do and will do in the future. I love that goal, helping as many people as you can and sharing your knowledge. That That is an ultimate goal of, I think, most entrepreneurs that are in the service industry or at least coaches, I know. They, they want to help as many people as they can because mm -hmm. they want everybody to have the success and have that freedom that most people are striving for. Get get to a life where they're able to do what they, they enjoy doing or reach those goals that they have. Yes, that, that's exactly it. And, and, you know, every you ask about the long term. So, you know, the long term for me is talking about legacy. You know, how, how can I leave that legacy that is going to last far beyond my, my lifetime span? Um, but in the short term, so for this year, I have a commitment to help 100 people reach the number one goal. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm looking for more people. Uh, so I'm already uh, helping quite a few uh, and uh, and they have different goals. Uh, so, so I'm looking for more people who I can help and uh, who have a goal and preferably also those who have failed before. So everyone I work with has really had uh, a focus and a, a commitment, but for one reason or another, they haven't been able to achieve that goal. They tried and failed. So, so this is where I help best, is where there have been blockers, someone is stuck and cannot doesn't know how to continue uh, towards in the direction of the goal. Oh, I like that. I like that. And hopefully uh, some of my audience will reach out and uh, you'll be able to get some uh, some help, some more people from this, not only just listening to this, but if they reach out to you as well. Um, what is a lesson that you would like my audience to uh, take away from this interview? Um, I think um, we're all human beings and um, all, most of us are very sociable and um, the, the influence and impact that our close closest, you know, our, our partners, our family, our friends have can be very significant. And um, recurrently they mean well, but actually they might not know what is the best for us. They might not know what our boundaries are. They might know what our limits are, our horizons, our aspirations. And sometimes with the best of intentions, which is actually the worst situation, with the best of intentions, they really try to hug us and just limit us. You know, a hug is also a limitation, right? Once someone hugs you, you can't move. So, so this, this is a bit of the absurd situation when someone means the best for you and wants the best for you, but also they limit you with their expectations and their limitations while you might want to just go out and do diff completely different things. So really find out what you want for yourself and uh, what your goal is and, and um, you know, don't be afraid to pursue it, but also don't expect it to happen straight away. So, you know, be focused, make sure you know what it is, uh, put your attention, intention to it and, and um, don't give up um, after the first challenge. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I know I've been knocked down a few times and most of the entrepreneurs I've talked to have had those knockdown moments, but they've gotten back up and continue down the path so I'm, I'm glad you, we have a, another person reiterating that it's it's okay to get knocked down but it's more important to get back up and focus and find people that can help you grow and that are looking to help you grow and not just limit you and keep you safe yes absolutely and it's it's not the challenges or, or the failures um, it's what you do next so when you look at people like you know Richard Branson he's famous everywhere for for 
One of my and idols. you know how many, yeah, and how many knockbacks did he have, right? Before before he got successful, and now he's flying as at Mars, you know, uh, <laughs> as at the space, you know. But anyway, far away from the Earth, so he's really at the next level already uh, with some others. And and you, when you look at other successful entrepreneurs, you know, normally we start hearing about them when they are successful. What about the time before they were successful, right? Working from their homes, garages, you know, going through endless failures. I mean, Thomas Edison is the best example that's recurrently being quoted with his with the light bulb, right? Yeah. He says, I didn't have a thousand failures. I had um, a thousand ways of finding the right solution. So, so I think remembering this and, and really um, just um, making sure that it's the right idea. So, you know, there has to be some co proof of concept, of course, and, and some validation. But once you know that, you know, just, just really go for it and, and make sure that nobody steals your dream. Oh, I love it. I love it. And keeping your dreams safe and sound is something that's important. You need to nurture that dream because it will become a reality. Um, we're coming up near the end of the interview and uh, I've been having so much fun discussing this with you. Normally, I like to ask all my guests uh, if they're authors or if they're not, what is one book you would suggest entrepreneurs read? If they're going to jump into the space of entrepreneurship, what is a book that you highly recommend that they read? Uh, so um, I have to say, so I know it's maybe unusual, <laughs> especially when I tell you what the books are. Mm. Um, there are actually two books that really shaped um, and, and remind me of, of where I'm going. Uh, one of them is Never Split the Difference, um, which was written by uh, a former, I think he's a CIA trainer uh, and, and hostage negotiator. Uh, and, and he actually, um, there are courses available online that he teaches, uh, which, which is fantastic. And um, and this is really, you know, very, very often people say, you know, make sure it's a win-win. Uh, very controversially, he says, never split the difference, right? So uh, there's only um, one winner, but uh, the, the way how you get there really matters. And, and it's, it's fascinating, you know, some, I always say, had I known some of these negotiation strategies while well, still in corporate employment, quite a few things would have worked out very differently, mm -hmm. uh, just because these are such incredible strategies for for you know for negotiating for example um a, a pay rise so um this is again something that's very useful not just in hostage situations but actually day-to-day -day situations where we might feel that we need a bit more leverage brilliant so really recommend it and this is the reason why i was laughing earlier is because the second book is actually called one one thing, one thing. <laughs> um and and it really um says that um People who achieve success are those who focus on the one thing uh, and, and really um, make sure that they uh, don't get distracted, uh, don't dilute their focus attention to other things. And uh, the one thing, um, the one question uh, that from that book that I always uh, bring up because it really helps to, to um, bring it closer or um, make it more, more tangible is um, there is an example of a Olympic rowing team that is not doing very well. And uh, they get a new trainer and the trainer says, brainstorm anything, blue sky, whatever idea. There's only one filter on whether we're going to try it or not. And the filter is the question, does it, go to, does it make the boat, boat go faster? Because it's a rowing team. So the question always is to identify, is it the right thing to do or is it just a distraction? Whatever your boat is, does it make your boat go faster? Oh, I love it. I'm definitely going to be picking up those two books because... Uh... I selfishly ask this question because as a new entrepreneur in the world, I want to just 
get this knowledge that other successful entrepreneurs have had. And if they're reading these books and they're successful, then there could be some glimmers of uh, golden nuggets in there for me to learn as well. And that's why I share with my audience as well, because, hey, it may not work for me, but it may work for someone else who's going in it. Um, Joanna, I'm going to jump off screen for a short bit. You're going to have five minutes. You don't have to use the full five minutes. Not everyone does. But please let my audience know where they can find you or if they want to reach out and uh, work with you. Uh, so give me one second here. And you are good to go. Brilliant. Thanks very much. So hi, everyone. Uh, I hope you really enjoyed um, the, the conversation. And I hope there have been some uh, helpful suggestions, tips for you, something that you can take away and really is going to help you in uh, whatever goal you're pursuing, whatever change you want to make. So if you want to, to contact me, um, what um, uh, there's different ways. So you can find me as Joanna Pohorsky on LinkedIn. You can find me as Joanna Pohorsky on Instagram. Uh, also, um, there is a free community uh, of um, over 500 people now, members now, on Facebook called the Accountable Mindset Community. So this is a great group of small business owners, professionals who are pursuing a goal and want to get more focus, more accountability, positive mindset, motivation. And I share lots of great resources, tips and tricks. And, and there's a great conversation going, a real community, a supportive community to um, to help each other achieve those goals. Um, in terms of one-to-one, -one, so what I offer as well is, uh, I mentioned earlier, um, this is a tried, tested, proven framework that I take people through either in groups or as individuals. It works differently for, for different um, challenges and people as well. So um, there is, there is um, over the 20 years of my corporate career, 15 years of coaching, I found that there are some very specific things uh, someone has to do to achieve success, achieve a goal. So moving from, from wherever you are um, and where you might have actually tried and failed uh, because life got in the way or other circumstances happen and you have not been able to achieve that great goal that leads you to, leads you to your, to your uh, vision and fulfilling the best life that, and living the best life that you want to live. So, so there are certain points and, and milestones on the way from that point to uh, the ideal situation where you're implementing your goal, you know, you know exactly what to do and you're moving in the positive, great direction with momentum, get the support and uh, have the right mindset, positive mindset every day. So um, I'm offering those um, the support to, to either groups or, or individuals. And I would be absolutely delighted if you think that uh, you should be able to achieve a goal, but something got in the way before, maybe more than once, please do contact me. Uh, I would love to help you and I would love to accompany you on your journey towards achieving the, the, best, um, the best goal you want to achieve and, and making a huge difference and transformation to your future self. So, um, I really appreciate uh, your time and uh, you being here. And thank you so much. And I hope I will see you in the future. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you so much, uh, Joanna, for being a guest on Investing Yourself and sharing your amazing journey with us and some tips and tricks for my audience to take away from. Uh, I look forward to joining your group and increasing my knowledge and uh, becoming successful from some of your teaching. Oh, thank you. I'll be absolutely delighted to, to have you on board. Thank you. You're welcome. Ladies and gentlemen, again, I want to thank Joanna for being a guest on the show. And uh, if you are interested, the show notes will have all the links to her group, her LinkedIn, her Facebook, her Instagram, all that great stuff. And again, remember, always invest in yourself because 
before that, no one else is going to invest in you. Hey guys, I hope you're enjoying the episode so far. I want to thank you for your support. It means so much. If you're looking to launch your podcast, I have the ultimate seven steps to launch a successful podcast. I wrote it, in my, wrote it myself. So if you're interested, send me an email at book at feelbetterinc.com and I will send you the link where you can get it. It's only $7.99 and your support would mean so much. So I thank you so much and let's go. And thank you so much. Your support is... Fuck me, call this best. Hey guys, I want to thank you so much for continuing to listen to the podcast. Uh, your support means everything to me. If you would like to know how I launched multiple podcasts in only seven steps, make sure you send me an email. The email address is book at feelbetterinc.com. Again, that is a book, B-O-O-K, at feelbetterinc.com. When you send me the email, you'll get a link to buy the book. I can't wait for you guys to read it and let me know what you think. So have a great day.